DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. The guests are going to come fast and furious now. We are live, Riverside Country Club. It's the National Football Foundation's annual golf tournament. Chad Lewis is here. Jerry Bovey is going to join us in a few minutes from Utah State. And in between, the Utes' Nick Ford is going to make an appearance. So here we go. And Chad, we'll start with you. And I was watching the Eagles and the Chiefs. As I was watching that game, I was thinking, holy cow, the Chiefs' defense is bad. Holy cow, Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Who is Chad Lewis? And I was getting the text. We were going to have you on. Who is Chad Lewis rooting for? This is his old team, the Eagles. I don't think he roots against Philly very often, but I bet he is when his guy Andy Reid is chasing career win number 100, 100, the first guy to win 100 games with two different NFL teams. Oh, man, I'm always, always rooting for my team. Since I played there, they paid my paychecks, gave me a life. I love the Eagles. Um, definitely they need to fight out and get some wins right now. But I'm so happy for Andy Reid, what he's done for my life personally, what he's done for to see him turn around a franchise that had been struggling for a decade, longer, um, and put, the, put something together and bring, bring life back into a cool city like Kansas City. That's cool. Love Andy Reid. Love him. Love Andy Reid. He's a beast. I think he loves Andy Reid, if I have this uh, correct. I'm clear on that now. Uh, so, and I know I know you love BYU, and probably as much as I do. Right I now. love BYU. <laughs> so they go four, nine, seven, six, seven, and six. There's no indication that they would win sixteen of seventeen. Are you surprised? You know what's amazing is how they have just jailed as a team. They played with heart last year during something so crazy. That pandemic was outrageous. Tom Homoy, Kalani Sataki able to cobble together a schedule. And they just kind of went one week at a time. I felt like Tom, as an athletic director, had not only the football team and the right mindset, but the whole athletic department saying, we're going to use this as a competitive advantage. We're going to get after people right now. We're going to, we're going to do what we can to be strong as, as teams right now. What can we do? Can we use Zoom? Can we use whatever is out there so that when they unleash the hounds, we start playing again, we're we're ready to go. The football team was so impressive because they did that one week at a time, not even knowing who they were going to play, even taking a game on Wednesday against Coastal Carolina playing in the East Coast. It didn't turn out our way. They got us. But I think the whole country tipped their hat to BYU and said, hey, we saw the predicament you were in with the playoff. It was a, it was a situation you had to do, and you did it. Most other people would have said, nah, we're not going to do it. And so I'm grateful to Kalani and the team and Tom and everyone. They took it. So after those schedules, after those records, to see this team come together, fight to win, very impressive. And, and to me, it seems like they've rallied around Kalani, and he's rallied right back around them. And they've kept that circle really tight. When you get like that as a football organization and a culture, you can become really good. Not because you're, like, outrageously talented, but because you believe, you keep that circle tight, and you have a culture that's a winning culture. He's (laughs) – my hat's off to him. He's created that. That all makes sense to me, but it still doesn't add up. To sixteen and one, that Look, is so you're, hard. You're looking to do. at things and from a math mindset. Like I know, but you can't you, do that. It's not linear. It's but you different. did it. But here's the thing: you did something like this. Now this is over two years, but you were on the Cotton Bowl team. Right. They went fourteen and one. 
it's really hard to do. Stuff goes wrong. You get other people's best game. Injuries add up. And you're right about the math, and it's not linear and all that. Because if you tried to talk me into 5-0, and even after I saw the 11-1, and I would have hedged. I did hedge because PK tried to talk me into it. <laughs> I did hedge. And the thing that would have absolutely brought me down is, oh, by the way, you're going to have to start two different quarterbacks and play three. And the third guy's going to be a true freshman. I've watched enough football. I just say no. Something goes wrong. I'm going to say no, and yet it hasn't gone wrong. That's why you go back to the culture that Kalani's created and the culture that the guys have bought into. That's why when someone goes down, they confidently say, next man up. Like, we believe in Baylor. Okay, now we believe in Jacob Conover. And thank heavens for Tyler Algier because he just grabbed the ball and went absolutely bananas against what I think is a good Utah State team in – a rivalry with the student section going crazy behind you. And they didn't blink. They fought. And just when Utah State would capture some momentum, here goes Tyler Algier again for another long banger. It's amazing. Were you, at the, were you on the sidelines? I was here. Pandemic, sometimes our travel parties super small. So that's how it was for this game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, going stepping back from the season, going big picture, what do you think the Big 12 is going to do for BYU? Big 12 is amazing. I think it'll take me a couple years to wrap my brain around the fact that we're now in a, a very strong conference with now we have partners. And some of those partners might, um, I, I think overall those partners are going to lift BYU because now when people take shots at BYU, our partners step up and say, you're talking about my buddy here. They're, mm-hmm. they're my partners. And so why don't you keep your mouth shut? (laughs) And I think there will be great rivalries in that conference. I think it will cause us in every sport, in every way, to step up our game. Not just on the field, not just coaches and players, but everyone in administration. That's one thing that Tom's talked about is leveling up. Like all of us, everyone, we've got to step it up and be better. And let's find a way, put the magnifying glass on yourself, clean up your game and let's get better. I think it'll have that effect on, since we're talking football, on recruiting. I don't think now we all of a sudden go and get five stars across the board. We're still going to focus on what makes BYU BYU. What has made BYU BYU for years is the blue-collar members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints are the core of your team. If you lose sight of that, you're going to wobble. You keep that focus, you get the best players you can in that area, and then you, you add to the best players you can get in the other positions, other areas, and you don't jack up your culture, but you keep your culture, you add people to it, and you make it stronger. That's, that's really the strength of BYU. So do you think going forward there that this will uh, maybe, how, I, how do I say this? Basically, Stamper's been ripping off guys, LDS guys. And they're premier guys, too. I mean, they're not just bench warmers. And some of them are sons of players who played here and probably your teammates and all, as you know them. How much do you think that could stem that tide to stop that? It's a little bit, it's not a major problem, but I think it's a problem. Stanford's done a great job as a school and as a program. So if they get a recruit over us, they deserve it. And the, the, the players that want to go there are going there for specific reasons. I think what the Big 12 does is I think it levels out some of that from the parents of recruits who want their kids going pro and 
realize that they've got a great opportunity to do that here at BYU. It also puts us in markets that we haven't been in before, where we're, we're, we're now playing in, you know, Texas, Kansas, in those areas where Oklahoma, yeah. those, those players, those recruits, those families are saying, well, I want to watch my kid play football. And if my kid goes to BYU now, guess what? He's coming to my hometown. I get to watch him. I get to watch her. I'm, um, I'm part of it. So it's going to be cool to see how that affects us. So how much more pressure is there on <clears throat> the folks who are on the financial revenue donation side? Because I would think the price tag of everything goes up. If you have a winning coach in the Big 12 – and you will because you can already see how a lot of your coaches are having success in the NCAA tournament, and you can compare it to what Big 12 teams are doing. You can have a lot of them. Obviously, football's got the biggest price tag. If you win in the Big 12, not just the head coach, the coordinators, position coaches, I assume Tom's already talked to you, and there's numbers out there that are going to have to be hit that are unlike anything BYU's faced before. Yeah, as the director of fundraising for athletics at BYU, I feel it, I see it, I've talked with Tom plenty. Um, again, that's going to cause me to level up and our team. And, and then not just me, but our fan base, which has been an amazing. It doesn't matter what sport you play, where you play. Cougar Nation shows up and goes crazy. A lot of times um, it's with 15-year-old BYU shirts. And so <laughs> this might be a time for BYU fans to say, I, I see it, I get it, and I'm going to get a new, brand-new BYU shirt and help in that way. Now, one thing's interesting. Last year during the pandemic, Tom came out with a, with a heartfelt plea to Cougar Nation to say, you guys, we're 20 million in the hole. We run a very thin, you know, profit margin line. Uh, it's not like we have buckets of cash everywhere. Um, we need your help. And Cougar Nation responded in the most impressive way to me as a former player. I just looked out and I saw checks coming in from four centenarians that said, look, I don't have much money, but here is $50. I've been watching BYU my whole life. I'm 101 years old, <laughs> and I love this place. And so we would go to their home or their nursing home, wherever they were, and, and we'd present them a shirt or something and say, this is so amazing. That's how I felt for through that whole entire Rise Up campaign from November to February that we did. It was, that was amazing. I'm grateful for Cougar Nation. Incredible. And that's a fact because Tom has spoken about that publicly. I think he put out uh, videos or whatever it might be. I'm also wondering as, uh, you know, your job and, and fundraising and all that, and that's going to increase and that needs to increase and continue on and on. Well, when you, when you win 16 out of 17 games, people take notice. Uh, what do you think about the, this goes beyond Tom Homo, the people above him being willing to go market value? Because I believe Mr. Sataki is going to have some opportunities. Yeah, and one thing about Kalani is he just feels like he's a better person coaching here at BYU. He loves it. He'd be even better if they offered him $3.2 million. <laughs> come on, come on, Chad. Every single one of us have taken a haircut at BYU, so I'm not saying, hey, we need you to take less money. I'm just saying... There are some things at BYU that are, that are kind of BYU. You can talk to Tom more about that specifically if you'd like to. Um, but it's not a secret. Um, I do think Big 12 will change things in that way. And 
and you asked about donors and going in Big 12 and mm-hmm. price tags and yeah. fundraising. For years, I've had people come up to me and say, hey, when we're in a PAC, you know, Power 5 conference, I'm willing to help. And so now we're calling on those people. Saying, yeah, you got names. <laughs> uh, we love you. We appreciate all you've done. And we're really going to need you moving forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's no mystery to that. Right. It's just how it is. Right. If you talk to the people who are at the U before the move to the Pac-12 and after they've been in a few years, it really is different. And it's hard to sit here and explain it and know how it's going to be different. You just know it's going to be different in lots of ways. You know, Whatever people saw in the WAC Mountain West and Independence, this is going to be different. It really is going to change things. Two things. Tom always told us, be careful what you ask for. Right. If you want to play with the big boys, guess what? Strap it up every week because here it comes. Number two, Kalani spoke to all the coaches. Tom held a meeting with all the coaches before we announced we're going Big 12. And Kalani in that meeting spoke up and, and shared some of his personal feelings about when he was at Utah going through that transition. I thought it was helpful for everyone in the room, every coach, every administrator who listened I think he's going to be a great and valuable resource going forward because of his perspective. Virginia and Baylor have already come calling and have people who used to be at BYU. And there's going to be way more of that. If you have the success you want to have. And I love it. I'm happy for every assistant coach or head coach that goes and and takes care of their family financially in that way. I think it's great for them. I love it. I think any coaching tree, any, any... like you BYU. Yeah. It's good for BYU to have coaches bounce and it go is. everywhere and yep, improve their situation in life. I got I've no resentment at all. I'm I'm happy for every one of those dudes. Yeah. And and it could bounce back. It could bounce back. It takes a long time, but if you watch the big storyline, it's not linear, Chad. It's not linear. Don't stick to the math. It's not linear. You watch people bounce back. It could. You're either off. doing add and subtraction or you're doing multivariable calculus, which comes around <laughs> on you. Okay, now I told you about the problems I had in Chem 1A with science, so we're going to have to leave it right there. Now you've worn out. You're welcome. That's too much. My head's going <laughs> to... Chad, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. Thanks so much, you guys. Hit him straight out there. Crush it today. That's right. Thank you. All right. We're at Riverside Country Club. National Football Foundation has a golf tournament. Chad's here to play. And we're going to talk with the Utes. Nick Ford, his weekly visit is coming up. Stay with us.